you were like, I'm Armand, and I'm Doc, and this is Clock Radio Speakers. Like, <laughs> we not doing that? No, but I might steal that and use that as the intro. I don't know. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers, a special edition uh, episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your host, Armand. Follow me on Twitter at Armand, A-R-M-O-N-D, wake up, all one word. Joined, as usual, by my partner in crime, Doc. What's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. You, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore beats. That's not a Z. Check us out online, clockradiospeakers.com. Search for us on iTunes, Clock Radio Speakers, facebook.com slash clockradiospeakers, and uh, every Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. on dpsradio.com. Please check us out there. Um, yeah, what's going on? Um, man, I mean, we're, we're kind of, we kind of, uh, this is a um, viewer's choice edition, right? Is that what we yeah, can call I, that? I mean, a, um, a very vocal part of our, of our uh, listener's choice. Listener's choice. Listener's choice. There a, we go. A so. very vocal, I don't want to say minority, but a, definitely a vocal subsection of our um of our listeners have asked that we review the uh, Lecrae mi- uh, mixtape, uh, change yes. clothes, uh, church clothes. Ch- sorry, I keep wanting to say change clothes, man. <laughs> um, Don't want your Scooby Doo's for this one. <laughs> Those are shoes, by the way. Oh God. Yeah, so we um, we are doing two episodes because we're still going to do part two of the Kanye retrospective this week. That's um, right. We're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of time out and um, go over this this. Uh, this revolution, I guess you can almost kind of call it a, a revolutionary mixtape for the uh, the subgenre of uh, Christian hip hop. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, okay. Because we obviously we're going to talk about the music, but I want to talk about sort of everything else surrounding the project. Okay. Right, because to those who follow the subgenre, as you put it, of Christian hip hop, this is more than just a mixtape. Right? Yeah, this, this is like the almost like they're coming out party. Well, this is like um, maybe a shot at mainstream respect. Would you sort of put it that way? I would agree with that as well. All right. Um, now Lecrae, he's not some new artist. He's been around a while. Um, you want? Can you give everybody the quick like thirty thousand foot view of Lecrae? Oh God, you're it asking the no, wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be like I'm not asking you to go like you know recite his, his Wikipedia page, but just bring yeah. people up to. To speed, uh, well, if they don't know. Well, Lecrae is an artist signed to uh, to Reach Records. I believe he is a co-CEO of Reach Records. I'm not sure. Um, Reach Records is a total. I, I believe they've sold, uh, uh, I think it's several, have they sold several million albums? Something like that. They've, they've sold a good amount of, uh, of albums. Um, more recently, you've, be, you've begun to kind of see them uh, on iTunes. You'll see... You know, artists like Lecrae and other artists signed to reach records like Trip Lee. Um, they'll be number one on iTunes hip hop over your Kanye's and your Drake's and your Lil Wayne's, um, which kind of got the attention of the mainstream. Like, who is this guy? Nobody's ever heard of him. He's not on the blogs. He's not on, you know, he's not on the radio. He's not on your mixtapes. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, he has this loyal fan base that is 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 soaking up everything that that that, that he drops. Um, and I guess kind of like his his introduction to mainstream uh, hip hop was at the BT Awards, BT Hip Hop Awards. He had a verse in the cipher. Um, a lot of people say that that was a show still in verse. Um, from there, he ended up hooking up with uh, Static Selector, had a song on his last album. I think it was called Live and Let Live. 
Um, and then you begin to see him with Ninth Wonder, Kendrick Lamar. Um, now he's coming out with a mixtape, Church Clothes, hosted by Don Cannon, you know, DJ Drama. So that's that's a that's a pretty big deal. Um, and I, I believe that's pretty much it. That's a pretty good well around of, of yeah. his career. He has been around since first time I heard him was 2005, but I, I'm pretty sure he's been out before then. No, I think if, if, if Wiki is any accurate and, uh, and people will tell us, looks like 0405 is his first uh, album, Real Talk. Yeah, Real Talk. That was yeah. my first time uh, hearing him was Real Talk. And then um, after the music stops and Rebel and uh, like all that stuff. So, um, so you're pretty familiar with his with his work. Um, somewhat, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I, I I can't say that I've heard everything, but I know enough to know who he is and and you know pretty good grasp on what he's doing out there. So, all right, so you, you got to help me out here. So, I, you know, I'm approaching this from a total outside perspective, right? So I'm trying to understand why this is such a big deal. And I, what I could, as far as I can tell, and please correct me if I'm wrong, what it boils down to is. Uh, it's got Don Cannon uh, hosting and sort of doing the uh, stereotypical cosine, and he's got. Now, this is a term I want to talk about real quick. What, what I saw termed as secular producers. Yes. Right. Um, I, I, I might be. I must be ignorant because <laughs> I just didn't realize that in the subgenre of Christian hip hop, having quote unquote secular producers on your project was a big deal. It is. So, should I even ask what people think of the work that you and I do? Um, you know what it is like people have begun to be a lot more like secular used to be such a bad word. Secular used to just mean of the devil. Um, And that's not what secular means at all. Um, If you really want to break down what secular means, we all have secular jobs. You know, we we bank at secular banks. We wear secular clothes. I believe it's just um, I believe it's just the absence of 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 God, which or not necessarily like the absence of them, but it's not stamped with that label or whatever. So, um, so why is that a big deal? I mean, what, like, you know what? That's a question that one of our listeners is going to have to answer because when I first, when I first got saved and I started seeing the backlash, I'm like, what's the big deal? You know what I'm saying? Like we work with people who aren't, who don't believe the same beliefs that we have we work with them every day at work. We we speak to them. We we interact with them every day. But when it comes to the music, you know, then all of a sudden it's that's a no no. Don't do that. You know, I honestly, we, one of our listeners uh, will have to like okay. kind of break down why that's such a big deal. But you know, in the recent in the recent maybe year or two, it's become a lot more um, accepted. I would say the first project that that really broke down that wall was uh there's an artist named braille out of uh i think he's out of portland uh he put out a project called cloud 19 with s1 okay and he put out and i believe this was s1 right around power so yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a big deal so ever since then it's 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 been a lot it's been a lot better um but it's not just you know s1 but then there's now there's ninth wonder now there's malice now there's boy well, wonder well malice you know. is a little different a little different, but this is the first time that we've heard Malice since he kind of, you know, really since uh, uh, till the casket drops, right? Yeah, I got I got some comments about him once we get to that song, but um, <laughs> <laughs> man, but um, all right. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was real interesting because you know, 
I've never, I, like, when, you know, and every all the times that we've worked together, I can't say that's ever come up. Right. Right. Um, so clearly, like, for you, it doesn't seem to be an issue. Not at all. All right. Not at all. Because for you, it's more about, like, what you do with the music than it is about how you got the music necessarily. Absolutely. Right. Like, if, if you worship the devil and I get that beat, does that instantly mean that the beat, you know, is demonic? Like, do we have demonic bass lines and, you know, demonic kicks and snares? Like, is that is that what we're doing? So... That to me has never made sense. So absolutely not. All right. That that hasn't and will not be an issue for me. All right. So, so. this is so I'm so far the numbers I'm seeing thrown around. You know, like hundred thousand plus downloads in two days. So th- I mean, this is yeah. this. You know, I saw there was a, re- a review on Double XL. Yeah. Um. So this is definitely getting some some mainstream attention. Yeah, definitely. I've been seeing a lot of bloggers talk about it over the, the past few days. Um, and then, yeah, they, they've been getting attention on Double XL and Worldstar, you know, for the last maybe year or so. Um, but because of the uh, the rollout, it's all the more apparent now. Can I just say that the fact that any Christian hip hop artist getting attention on Worldstar, that's 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 irony, like. Yeah, that's the purest definition. <laughs> like that. right in right yeah. in between, you know, <laughs> some chick, you know, dancing whatever, pop popping it open, busting it open, and then some guy getting his head blown off is you know somebody rapping about Jesus. Hey man, so, it's crazy. Um, so I do you want to do? We I almost want to go track by track here. We're gonna we're, have to go track. We're by gonna track. give this the full clock radio speakers treatment. Just, just for you guys, we we have to we clock radio speakers is for the people. I just want to let y'all know that if y'all didn't know that, we love you guys. Before we go track by track, is there anything you want to say before we get started? Um, I am Doc and I are going to approach this project, and and I have to. I guess I have to. This is. A, I was gonna say this is like a disclaimer here. This is the disclaimer. Okay. Okay. Doc and I are going to approach this project from a musical standpoint. So, like I, I, I have friends who are on this project and I am going to, I already know the things that, that God is using to, to use this mixtape for the doors that he's breaking down. All that is wonderful. It's great. However, we are <laughs> going to review this from a musical standpoint only. We are not haters. If this is your first time listening to clock radio speakers, doc and I are not haters quote unquote. Cause I know, People like to love that, love to throw that term around. We're not haters. We're not disgruntled. We are music nerds. So when we dissect a project, it's because we like taking the computer apart and and putting it and and putting it back together, putting it back together, pretty much. So you know, this is nothing personal. This is strictly about the music. Man, you, so, did, you got me scared for my, my mentions on Twitter after the show is over. Um, listen, we in the last thing, I'm going to say this last thing. I, I, I feel like I'm Usher on TRL when you talk, like, talk about his wife or whatever. Listen, one more thing. Oh, um, you're clapping now. I know, I'm clapping, son. Nah, see, all that clapping just made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. Like, when, I, when I've talked about on Twitter, like, yeah, we're going to put it through the ringer. Yeah, we're going to review it. When you guys respond with, uh-oh, I really want to know what you guys think when we review other projects. What does uh-oh mean? Because normally, I have two children. I have a, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And when my three-year-old says, uh-oh, that means something bad happened. So I don't want clock radio speakers to get associated with we 
like to preserve the artistic integrity of the music. And that's what we're going to do. Good, bad, right, wrong, up, down, left, right. It, at the end of the day, a huge chunk of it is about the music. And that's all we're going to focus on today is the music. Yeah, let me, let me just say this. So I'm just a ridiculous critic of everything. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like, of my own work. Like, when Armand and I are going through trying to find, like, beats to use for an upcoming project, he'll mention something, and I'll spend, like, 30 seconds telling him how much I hate that, how much I hate that beat now, and he thinks I'm crazy. Like, I, I, I judge my own work harshly because, like, I hold it, I hold it, and everything else that me and Armand do, whether together or separately, like, I hold it to an incredibly high standard. And everything I listen to, I hold to a high standard. Like, I don't care where it comes from or whether it's an indie project or a major label project. There, there is no grading on a curve right absolutely for any project and you know that goes for anything that, that i listen to like and ultimately that should be how i would hope that most listeners are like ultimately when you're putting out music you're asking for someone's time right and mm -hmm. there is no you know people don't go oh well they try hard nobody cares right and that goes <laughs> and that, i'm not even talking about this project in this case i'm talking about like all upcoming artists like you know yeah you don't want to necessarily feel like you're you know getting shot down all the time and you don't want your your confidence to get shot but like you also you know don't think that you're too special too soon, right? I mean, like, it, you got to remember that if you're handing someone your CD or in this case, send them an MP3 or putting them at your Twitter page or whatever you're trying to do to get them to listen to your music, you're you're competing with everybody. So I just want right. to say, all right. So Absolutely. now that we just now that we just scared everybody off. Um, <laughs> if you're still listening, if you're still listening, I appreciate that. Into the show, <laughs> we appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and get into this project. All right. Um, Cosine. All right. This is this is how we kick up. This is how we kick off the uh, the project. What, yeah. what, what's this? What's the side for? The side, like, is he trying to recreate the trap or die intro, like sonically, or is it just me? Um, That's the same sample. I know. Um, either way, like, I, this whole notion of a cosine is like it's two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand seven. Like, who cares about cosines anymore? Um, you don't need DJs to break you on a mixtape. No, no disrespect to DJs. They're incredibly important. They, they play a crucial role in how your music gets out, but they aren't the gatekeepers anymore, right? The internet has democratized that. So this is, this is the, I mean, this, and that's really what this whole tape is kind of about. Like, oh, I'm getting cosigns. And I'm like, man, listen, I could really care less who cosigns you. Um, so you're right. basically, so is that you saying that like Don Cannon, do you believe Don Cannon served a purpose on this project? Do you think he added anything to, to, to this as a whole? I'd be interested to see if he did. Um, I don't think it, I mean, it doesn't, he didn't help the music at all, right? He wasn't that's, an A&R or anything like, but so if Don Cannon, you know, got, if, if Don Cannon hosting means it gets like a, a primo spot on, on Dat Piff, well then, you know, that, that served a, a promotional point of view, but it's just kind of weird to me. Um, now that I got that off out of my system um the song's all right um the beat kind of knocks a little bit i like the beat but um i don't know i'm i don't really have anything exciting to say about the song okay <laughs> how about you i i i like his approach um to this record i i like the first verse um people and and, and a lot of a lot of christian rappers understand that the community that they serve kind of like a huge chunk of them is very uh overly critical um i know you said that you were like a you know kind of like a, a critic or your own worst critic at times <laughs> but like sometimes it can get almost to the point of like really anal 
And sometimes the community can be really anal. So I believe the first verse was a response to that. Mm. Like, look, you guys, you need to chill out. You know, this is what I'm doing. And either you're going to go with me or you're not. And I, and I appreciate him making that statement from the jump. Um, I think he I think the intro serves its purpose. Um, I think it kind of like it preps you for the rest of the album. Like, oh, OK, let's let's get this out the way so I can do what it is that I need to do for these other 17 tracks. Uh, well, so I mean, but who is he talking? I mean, so you say it served the purpose, right? So to me, I thought that this project was sort of a sort of a. It was, it was something to throw out to try to get diff- it's it's for it's for a different group of listeners right isn't that sort of the purpose of this project not yeah, for his I, necessarily core fan base i think i think as an artist you have to you have to kind of like when you grow as an artist you have to take your audience with you i don't you know in some instances you can even look at a kanye like 808s and heartbreaks he wasn't saying well i'm going to make this type of music for this group of audience you know, it wasn't as deliberate. I think that the presentation of it says that, but I think there's some records on here that are for his core fan base. We'll get into those a little later. So I think like it was a little bit of both. He 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 wanted to cater to the market that he already has cornered and he wanted to introduce new listeners. All right. You know, so I think some of the tracks later on will, will show that introduction and some don't. All right. Um the song, yeah, like I said, I don't know. The song is, it was, you know, it's just weird. Like to hear that sample on an intro, Don Cannon running that, running back that first like two bars. I was like, I don't know. It felt really much like. I mean, I, I'm getting flashbacks. Like, okay, someone's trying to pretend it's 2005 Jeezy. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> and you, but you know how I feel about that song, right? That's why this is a little hard. I got you. Okay, for the record, Trap of That intro was one of the greatest intros ever. Yeah. So that's um, why. That's why. So the next track up is <clears throat> APB. APB with uh with Thistle. Um, would you would you think it is? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, okay. Thistle, I, I I can't say I was, you know, necessarily impressed. Um, beat sounded a little you know generic trappish to me, but that's all right. Yeah, I think this is one of those catered to my Reach Record fan base songs. Okay. So that this 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 track right here was for uh people that he already, you know, already has cornered. This is a typical Reach Records song. Um I wasn't really too I wasn't too big on Thistle's verse either. Um and you know, the track itself was it was okay. It's okay. It it it, it it's not really something that I I'll, I'll play. I I would have, you know, and I think we'll talk about length a little later. You know, this is 18 tracks. I don't really, I don't, I wouldn't have been mad if this wasn't on there. Fair enough. And then went straight from Cosine to uh, to Church Clothes. Yeah. So tell me what you think about Church Clothes. Um, I think the beat is dope. Okay. I think conceptually is dope. Um, I think he pulled everything off from a. What's the standpoint? I'm like, what's the standpoint? I'm trying to think of the standpoint. Um trying to like deliver a message out like he was trying to get that out i think everything served his purpose but from a technical rapidy rap standpoint the beat is really busy and craze flow is really busy so they kind of clash a little bit yeah so it's hard to follow you kind of gotta like if the, if the beat is real busy like that then you kind of want to lay your flow back a little bit 
you don't have to like you can attack you can attack a record and not rap the entire beat i think wayne and drake and a lot of those people with those start stop flows have shown that you can do that you don't have to rap 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 and that's kind of what he did on there so but you know overall the track is cool i'm not mad at it uh beats all right it's cool um I, so I, I gotta ask this, and this is you know this is me and my ignorance coming through again. What, how would you describe his sound typically? What is Lecrae's sound? Because like I'm three tracks into this now, and I have no idea what his sort of sound is. You know what I mean? Like if you were to tell if I, I, does he have maybe he doesn't does he have like a signature sound? Like is there something where you hear it and you're like okay that's what he is or yeah um, I would say records like APB okay. records like Spaz Spaz is like straight okay. up all right so we'll, all right so we'll get there later on yeah um so you think right now he's kind of like you think he's all over the place right now i mean or? i kind of honestly i got that i got that approach like over the whole mixtape um i feel like everything I, there was all beats all like all sorts of different types of beats from all over the place which you know has its place but um again i i was I, you know as i'm listening to this i am in this case i'm the stereotypical like someone who's never heard of him Mm-hmm. And this is my first project, so I'm really approaching it from that. You know what I mean? Okay. Gotcha. Um, but so I even watched the church close video. Okay. Um. Sorry, sorry. Right. Right. Again, the whole cosine thing at the beginning, like, I, you know, I, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't but, think of a, I can't think of an artist, um, a new artist that I've liked over the past like three, even longer years, who their cosine meant anything. So hearing, uh, um, I'm trying to think, like a Drake, not Drake being co-signed by Wayne. I'm trying to think. Okay, so school. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I was about to say Schoolboy Q and Kendrick, but you like Schoolboy more than Kendrick. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so was, but did you listen to Schoolboy because of Kendrick? Like, why did you listen? Why did you listen to Schoolboy in the first place? Um, probably because I heard him on uh, the Kendrick album and on ASAP's album. Or a okay. tape, yeah. I mean, I heard so, him on stuff like, but th- that's a difference. That's there, not a there, cosine. There's definitely like you know, because cosines that used to be the thing, right? Right. But um, yeah, man, you got slick, slick puller, Jeezy, <laughs> you know. No, 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 no. That's definitely that's <laughs> not. Nah, that was a cosine. That was a cosine, wasn't it? Isn't that a weed carrier? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, he's a weed character. All right. Or char- character. Yeah, that too. <laughs> 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 Yeah, we care. Oh definitely. man, we need to. I've I've realized because my wife has been going back and listening to some of these um, some of our old episodes. She's trying to catch up, and she asks me questions about topics that we bring up all the time. We might need to create a like not an FAQ, but almost like a glossary of a glossary. terms and topics that we bring up all the time. Like she was like, "What's Massive Attack?" And I had to be like, "Oh, that's <laughs> that's Nikki's first failed single that we slandered." You know, like I had to answer. <laughs> Yo, I'm down. Yeah, I'm yeah, down. yeah, that might be a as a side project. So, listeners, um, if there are terms that you hear us talk about all the time, maybe you maybe you jumped in, you know, only the past couple episodes or whatever, and you uh, and you need, would like us to explain why we talk about the, talk about that all the time. Let us know, because um, I think that's gonna be a good project. That could be of help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely appreciate. Yeah, we would appreciate that. That's that would be dope. But so, um, all right. So, Cold World. Man, this hook is terribly mediocre. This hook just hurt to listen to. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, if I hope this is not the, somebody that you know involved in because this hook is bad. Nah. All right. This, um, the beat is serviceable, honestly, but it sounds like a million other beats I've heard these days. 
Mm. Um, I will say I sort of appreciate that. Like maybe I'm trying. I'm looking at my notes. I'm trying to remember if it was this song or just general. But I, I sort of appreciate that. Um, Lecrae wasn't. He's not. He's not trying to preach necessarily in this song. Okay. Right? Let, he's not. He's not preaching at me. This is. This is. This is my. This is my. Uh, this is me being overcritical and, and, and asking like. Yeah. yeah. What? Because to me, every rapper preaches. Nah. So, Rick, I mean, Rick Ross talking about money and drugs, that's preaching. Nah, he's like, not preaching about money do, and drugs. You know, like... He's talking about money and drugs. Okay, so tell me the difference between talking and preaching. Break that down for me. You're asking me? Um, yeah, I, mean, I know. I know I know who I'm asking. <laughs> difference between talking and preaching. Um... All right, so at least, at least so let me music. let me say this like money. So Ross talk about money and drugs. He talks about all sorts. He talks about symptoms of what you might consider a certain type of lifestyle, but he doesn't talk specifically about that lifestyle, right? He he, he might talk about the accoutrement that come with it. Does that make so sense? So you're saying like he doesn't talk about actually selling drugs. He talks about the results. of He selling. might talk about like it's like it's little throwaway lines here there. Like you could. So, and this is one thing I thought was interesting, you know, as I did my research for this episode, going through and, you know, reading the South and Rapzilla and these other sites and listening to some stuff is this sort of, this seems to be, all right, so, oh man, I'm going to get myself in so much trouble here. So, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, you could be, you could be a, you could be a Christian hip hop, a Christian hip hop artist who, what if you simply, what if you talked about. What if the things that you talked about were real life things were sort of the I'm going to talk about things in my life and the things in my life are are symptoms of me, you know, being uh, being a good Christian, but not necessarily like, you know what it is? It's show don't tell. Okay, that's what this sort of boils down to me. Okay, like you can talk. I'd rather hear someone like so Rick Ross might talk about all the things that surround his lifestyle, but he's not necessarily like, I don't know. It's, it's more of a, not quite as direct. Does that make sense to you? I'm really doing a terrible job of explaining this. Whereas, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, kinda, I'm kind of following you, but um, not really. Cause I'm doing a bad job of explaining it. <laughs> um, yeah. I just feel like, so, you know, I feel like sometimes, yeah, I, I feel like he is not necessarily trying on this song anyway, that he wasn't trying to just, be so direct and upfront. Okay. And so I what really, about other art? What about other artists who are direct and upfront with it? Like, are, are they just as bad? Like a, a a Jeezy or something like that? They're like, I'm in the trap. I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like that is that not you? You know what the difference is? And I mean, man, you know, everybody who's listening right now, you might be witnessing uh, the first time a mine and I have ever like fought. Um, <laughs> no, we're not getting at this. No, I'm really just trying to get your, your point of view. I'm not fighting at all. Like, no, no, no. Um, let me put it this way. Like when I hear a rapper talk about selling drugs and everything, mm-hmm. number one, and this is, you know, yes, for a decent percentage of them, they may have done something like that at one point in their life. But I also understand that it's fiction, right? Christian hip hop is not meant to be fiction. Right. Okay. Right? So there's a difference there. Right. And the other difference, I think, is like if I hear Jay telling a story about when he was doing this or doing that. There, you know what it is? It's almost like if I'm listening to someone 
if I'm listening to a rapper preach at me, there's almost this like expectation of a listener as like I'm I, that like I'm guilty if I'm not that. Okay. Right. Whereas even if you could say that a trap rapper or a stereotypical rapper is glorifying certain aspects, you don't feel guilty if you're not smoking weed with them. Do you Ross know what makes I mean? Me feel, Ross, make, Ross makes me feel bad about like not having a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> not, having, me, not having $200 socks? Yeah, yeah. You know, socks on first, followed by the loafers. Um, <laughs> I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. Right. Um, I just, I think that, I think that the fact that it is things as opposed to like, it's weird because both preach a lifestyle. So I, I believe that. Okay. I believe that every rapper preaches some sort of lifestyle, whether it's Wiz and Mac Miller preaching like a, a, a weed head pots, a weed head lifestyle. Like we smoke. This is what we do. We smoke weed. We 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 party. We have sex with a lot of women. We do this. We do that. Like to me, that's preaching, because what they're doing is, is they're almost for a lot of impressionable. You know, this doc. Yeah, there are a lot of insecure, impressionable people who listen to hip hop. But you know what? Don't take this the wrong way. They're doing a better job of it because they're they're doing what magicians do, right? The, uh, okay. Where you talk about it and you make it sound really cool, but you don't come out and say it a hundred percent. You have to make the li- you make the listener or the person who's being entertained make that connection. Okay. Right. That that I w- that I'll agree with you. Okay. That I'll agree with you. With. I, I think that, and I think he he said it. He's I think he said it on uh, on Rise. Well, Lecrae was pretty much like, you're not gonna get, like you're not gonna connect with this generation with some screaming preachers. Like that's pretty much what a lot of us grew up on. Sure. So now that you, it's like a different way to for what most of us would think is the same lifestyle. We're like, eh, seen that before. Nah, I'm good. No, thank you. Um, but. I agree with you. Like right. you, you, you got that, and then you said earlier, show don't sell. So I yeah. think that <clears throat> when you go out and you see that stuff, and you're not like a, you're not stiff, and you're not sneaky, and you're not this, and you're not that, because you're preaching. It's almost like when you hear a rapper talk about drugs, gangs, sex, da 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 da. If they're real sneaky about it, you kind of almost it's it doesn't sting as much. But if somebody is has the um, the perception of being um, upstanding, you know, righteous, all those things, and you don't see that when you when you meet them, then yeah, that, that pretty much negates everything that they're saying. That's pretty much what you're saying, right? Um, no, I, that's not really what I was getting at. Okay. What I was kind of getting at, it, it's more of like what I, the point I was making uh, towards the end, which is sort of like, so, yeah, I just, to me, Ross just doesn't. I can't believe you think Ross is preachy. That's interesting. I think every I think every rapper preaches a lifestyle. I think there's so a big difference we, between talking about something and preaching. Okay, so let's we we <laughs> okay. So maybe Ross was, a, Ross was probably a bad example. I'm okay. trying to think of a, of a rapper who, I mean, Wiz. Yeah. Wiz Wiz preaches a lifestyle. Okay. Wiz lives the lifestyle that he preaches. To me, that's preaching a lifestyle. Now, that's selling a lifestyle, that's portraying a lifestyle, because you see it in and outside the He's selling it, he's portraying it, but see, preaching means something specific to me. So, okay, but then those rappers are like, hey, 
Look at how much fun we're having. This is what you have to do to have this level of fun. But they actually don't out. They don't come right out and say that. And that's okay. what makes it cool. Okay. You don't, right, to, come out, you don't think they come right out and say that? I, I think like it's, you, you, you weak if you're not doing this. So you whack if you're not doing it. You don't think they say that? Um, I don't think they actually explicitly say. I mean, I, I think it's the sort of thing where it's like, you know, it's an image that they sell and it's a lifestyle that they portray. I mean, it it's like a lot of, you know, all right, let me, let me give you an example, right? When you're watching, when you see the, the Budweiser commercial and they've got hey, the cute yeah. girl and they've got the beer and they've got the pool and everything's that ha- everyone's happy and having a good time. Like they're not like, act, they're not telling you like, if you don't drink beer, you won't have fun and you won't get hot girls. Like they don't t- say that, but that is obviously the message. And, and that's sort of, it, it's like. Yeah, it's a, just a different. It's a, it's a, it's a more subtle. It's even though it's not that subtle, it's a little more subtle of a way of, of approaching it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. So they're selling the idea without telling, without blatantly saying. You don't want to beat idea. people over the head with it. Okay. So do you think that this album beats you over the head with with Jesus? No, I, I think okay. that. I, yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, beat you over the head with Jesus. That's. <laughs> um, I would say that I think there is a lane for a hip hop artist who can, who is a devout Christian, who could talk about real life stuff and who can talk about all the things in their life that are evident of that person, guy or girl, being a good Christian without making half the tracks on their album about being a good Christian. Okay. I think there's a lane for that. I think that would be a really successful lane, to be honest with you. Okay. But that's that's my personal opinion. Okay. Cool. Not not. Uh, please uh, direct all feedback. Use the, <laughs> use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers on Twitter. Um, yeah. No, that was good. That was really good. No, 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 no. I'm I'm really glad because I've always been interested to, to know your opinion on that. So no, that's that's good. That's all right. Good. So let's talk so, about Welcome to H Town. Yes. All let's right. talk about Welcome Listen, to H Town. I know Lecrae is originally from Houston. Right, but this is the most stereotypical Houston song ever. You don't like this? Okay. This is like paint by the numbers Houston song. Like I um B's kinda nice, I'll give him that, but I don't know. It, and again, it's to me it's the scattershot approach to this to this mixtape. It's just not it's it's not co- nowadays your mixtape let, let's let's take it back a little bit. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's give the listener a quick history of how mixtapes used to be. Mixtapes at their height, at their peak. Okay. A mixtape used to be really random like this, right? Um, but they have, but mixtapes also used to have like freestyles or like songs right. over. Like, let's be really one hundred percent serious. This is not a mixtape. This is an album that's not an album. There is there are no reused beats on here. This is original production. There's a budget behind this. Like, there's videos. In what world is this a mixtape? Look, but the traditional idea of mixtape is dead. That's right. And I get that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but what I mean, so, you know, yes, it's a mixtape, but this is an album. Like, let's be serious. It's an album. All right. It's an album. It's an album. All right. But so because mixtapes are the new albums, you have to be cohesive as an album should be. Well, yeah, I mean, it should be. Especially if the, especially if the, especially if the project has a central theme, Right. Yeah, I would say that there are very. I'm trying to think of an artist who can success, whose whole thing is that they aren't consistent. Like, I can't think of one. 
Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need a bell every time we use one of our <laughs> um, favorite subjects. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to put Nas and then just that, that picture, that Photoshop picture of Jay handing that L. Like, that'll be on the glossary. Oh, man. Um, yo, speaking of the other question my wife asked me about for the glossary, she's like, what's Kingdom Come? Yo, it took <laughs> me like two minutes to stop laughing. Uh, it's Armand's favorite album. <laughs> Jay-Z's uh, best album, period. I should have for show me what you got. She would have been like, oh, I remember oh. that. Yeah, remember they did that? Remember they did that? They played that at halftime of uh, Monday, Night, Monday Night Football. Remember Man, that? let me tell you. he had, but You know he had Budweiser pay for that whole thing? He did. So that's just smart. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. You got, you got to give it up for that. All right, so welcome to H-Town. Um, I do not like... Okay, there, this was originally on a project called Hell's Paradise with uh, Wit and Dre Murray. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, these are some of the guys that I'm cool with that, okay. you know what I'm saying, have done it. So the original version, um, I believe it did not have Tadashi on it. And it also had a female singer on it uh, named Shay Atkins. I prefer the original. I think what they did, they tried to do too much. They should have just left the track as it was. I don't think Tadashi is the first rapper. Soon as the beat drops, yeah, that's a, I could have did without his verse. I think everybody else served their purpose. I think everybody else. I think the song was dope. Yes, I, I see your point that it's a um, it's it's like cookie cutter and like you know nothing out the box crazy. But I think that it serves its purpose as a hey, we're from Texas and we're trying to make a theme song about Texas and where we're from. So we're going to talk about cinnamon syrup and candy paint and you know bappas and you know, all that other stuff. Like, I think this service is, at, I think they accomplished what they were trying to do for this type of track. Okay. Could, could they have went, could they have went a little more, um, what's the one I'm looking for? Original? They, yeah. A little more okay. original, a little more creative. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Um, inspiration. Inspiration. What you think? This is my favorite song on the mixtape. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my god. Not at all. For, so Oh man, no. This song is super generic. Oh man, you funny. Um that pitch is super high on that vocal sample. But um yeah, this song does nothing for me. Okay. You know So why is this know, your favorite you know, like, on the why is this you your know, favorite? You know you know this is right down my lane. Why is that? So, because you know it's 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 the sample with the hard drums and the artist being open and emotional and vulnerable. Like it hits the Armand vein. Well, I mean, he could have made a song about his daughter. <laughs> Yo, chill out. Man. That was a low blow, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. And it's Mother's Day, man. <laughs> chill out, man. You want to do a Mother's Day Father's thing uh, rant real quick? Or are you cool? Nah. All right. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah you know, nah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, no, nah, I didn't like the beat at all. Um, yeah, this song did nothing for me. Okay. All right, now what about Rise? This is the first knife. This this was one of the big deals of the album. Like, oh my God, you've got Knife Wonder. Knife Wonder hopped in the time machine for this beat. This is like 2006 Knife Wonder. You like this beat? It's cool. It's cool. You know what I think it is about Knife? It's Ninth? busy. This is a real bit. This exactly. is him. He's like, he's trying to get his primo on. This is showy. Yeah, oh, this is a show beat. Absolutely. <laughs> showy. It's super showy. Like, I think... The idea in 2012 of getting a Ninth Wonder track and what that really means are two totally different things. I, am I am I out of the loop? Like I, it's okay. It's a Ninth Wonder track. Like 
I don't know. When was the last time dude was really relevant? I mean, I'm being honest. Like, is you and, and this is this is what I'm talking about. Like, if Knife wanted to call me today and say, "Yo, Armand, I got a beat for you." Dude, I would lose my mind. Like, oh my God, I have a ninth one. I got ninth wonder on my project. Ninth wonder. I would lose my mind if it was a dope beat. Like, no, I, like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm okay, getting there. I'm, I'm getting sorry. There. I'm getting there. Because <laughs> right, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. All right. I'm I'm going to lose my mind. Oh my God, I got a ninth wonder beat. This is crazy. This is dope. He produced for Jay-Z, Destiny's Child, blah, 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 Mary J. Blige. She got a Grammy, this and that. And then he sends me the beats that he's going to make for me. And I'm like, oh. All right. They're just like super. If you listen to any of those Jamla projects that he puts out, any of those Rhapsody mixtapes, actual proof, he's getting killed on those projects. He's got like a, a beat team under him. Uh, there's a there's a, a guy named Eric G, like a really a goofy white kid. I forgot where he's from, but I don't know what it is about y'all. Y'all white dudes and these beats, man. Like he's dope. <laughs> Crisis is still dope. Um, but then you hear Knife Wonder beat and it's like, oh, man. So to come back to Rise, like it's it's all right. I, I like Lecra- I like I like Lecrae's verse on I like Lecrae's verses on here. He kills this. Now the knock on Lecrae is that he's not really lyrical. I think this is him being lyrical. Okay. So I like I like him lyrically on this. I'm not really that big on the beat. It's a, it's. I would have liked to have heard that over a harder knife one to beat like. Mm. A classic 2004, 2005, 2002. Yeah, 2002, Median, Edgar Allan Flow, like those beats, the third day, those beats that he was giving to those struggle rappers on Justice League that were like crazy. And I would just have you loop them. Uh, What was the name of that group? Um, the, The Allies. Oh, man. You know, tell me where can I go? Sweetest language. Like crazy knife one to be. You know, to this day, I, I still. Every time I think about sampling the little break on Rock With You, I just think of that ninth beat. That's my favorite ninth one to beat. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> that's why I've never touched it. Like, I hear that and, you know, that's what there I think of, go. man. You should try to sample that. Now, now I want you to sample it. Oh, now you want me to sample it? All right. Yes. Um, let's talk about Darkest Hour. Okay. All right. <laughs> you go ahead because you want to talk about it. So go yeah, right yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. I think Malice sounds really awkward. He does. Um, it's like he doesn't know how to rap to a beat that's this tempo. Which is weird. Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't incredibly slow. It's just a weird, it's kind of a it's not his kind of beat at all. It's um, not his kind of beat. And the beat is all right. It's trying to be epic, but doesn't, isn't really epic. It's um, the drums. Lecrae the gets drums. him on this one, which I never would have anticipated. Yeah, um, Craig does get him. But, you know. I don't know. It's funny when I hear people talk about like Malice. Is, I, I I still hear sometimes people say that Malice is better than Pusha, and I just think that's hysterical. I think that Malice will get put. I think I think people don't give Malice enough credit because Pusha is like the face of the clips. I think on some of those. I think until the casket drops, he got he got pushed on a couple. Of yeah, see that that album doesn't exist to me. I don't know what you're talking about. And you bug it. <laughs> Bugging that album is dope. I know you, but you hold. I, I carry, I carry in. a candle for Hell Health No Fear, yo. <laughs> you can't talk to me about that album. Okay, that album is retarded. <laughs> that album is retarded. But I think till the casket drops was dope. What was ah. wrong? What was wrong with it besides the Carrie Hilson record? 
Okay, that I mean, yeah. Um, what was wrong with it? It wasn't Hell Hath No Fury Part Two. That's what's oh, wrong with it. Because they weren't mad. Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't dis- they weren't disgruntled employees. That's what made Hell Hath No Fury Fury so dope. It was, you know, this it was, was you them know what it walking was? into their. Well, go ahead. The casket drops wasn't weird enough. So you like the clips on weird Neptune's beats? Yeah, that's what works. Okay, so you don't like them on? Um, damn, I'm trying to think. What kind of beats did they? I mean, it's well, like I, it's like I like hard, stripped down, Rough Riders beats. I don't want to hear them over soul samples. I don't want to hear them over trap beats. I want to hear them over a certain thing. I don't want to hear DMX at all <laughs> in 2012, and that hurts my heart. And my my girl made me watch uh, Couples Therapy a few days ago. And man, it hurt. I I wrote a report on DMX in high school, freshman year. So to see him like, ugh, anyway. it's tough, man. Yeah, man. So. And yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you though. Um, so darkest hour, awkward. malice. Yeah, yeah. Beats kind of awkward. Malice doesn't sound right. I think again, it's one of those things where it's like the idea. Uh, my my middle school basketball coach used to always say this: great idea, bad execution. Yeah. So I think the idea you're like, oh wow, this is malice's because you know after till the casket drop shot, you kind of heard the change in malice's like content. He wrote the book. He did the movie. You know, he's on the 700 clubs. He's like full out, sold out for, for the Lord. And then, and nobody, people were asking him to rap. And he was like, I'm not rapping. I'm cool. I'm good. Um, and this is his first appearance on a song. And when did Till the Casket Drop come out? 08? No, 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 no. 09? Has it really been that long? I know it was the winter time because my complaint about that album was that it should have came out in the summer. Um, 09. Wow, it's been that long. Yes, three almost three years. It's crazy. So this is his first appearance in in nearly three years. Or or um, Ellen. That was the last time we heard him. Ellen, remember the Jeezy joint? No, I don't actually. Jeezy and the clips. Ellen, you remember that on a Trapadatu with the um the the same sample as uh uh Mayor? Mare. Wait, they really use? Oh man, no, nah, I don't remember no, that at the all. The record was dope. You don't remember that? Nah. Oh man, no, no, no. Jeezy and Clips Illin. It was on Trapper Dot. So it was that beat. That song was retarded. I know you. Rem- I know you're gonna remember as soon as you hear it. I don't, like, I don't oh, think so, man. Um, okay. but yeah. Anything I, else I, you want to say about Darkest Hour? Nah, I'm, I'm. I'm really cool off this record. Uh, we can go into Black Rose. I think this is the best beat on the project so far. The beat is dope. Yeah, um, the beat is dope. Lecrae, he when he starts to rap fast in this, he kind of sounds like Drake. Did you pick up on that? Nah, not really. I picked. Yeah, this is about what, to be what? a frequent theme. With a couple next couple tracks here. He definitely has little ticks where he slips into um, sounding like some certain people. Ah, yeah, man. Cool. Okay. Yeah. When he yeah, raps fast, his flow he goes. He sounds like Drake when Drake's trying to rap fast. What other records does Drake rap fast on? Besides? When I say fast, I mean uh, I think you know what? It, it almost like Drake on headlines, like a lot fast, just a little more aggressive. Okay. Think of it like that. Okay, I, um, I have to go back and, and, and try to hear. But that beat that. on Black Rose is dope. The beat is dope. Um, it's super dope. All right, we can go into uh, Price of Life. Yeah, uh, this is what, S1 on the beat. Um, yeah, I'm not really super psyched about this hook. Y- yeah, something about this hook isn't right. Yeah. And it starts off strong. I think it's like the first four bars are cool, but it's like they sh- really should have ended it a lot stronger. And it just were like, hey, hey, Andy, just go in the studio and do something. And uh, 
Again, I think he sounds a little like Drake and a little like Kanye in parts here, too. I love this beat, though. You like that beat that much? I mean, the beat's all right. It's cool. It's cool. The beat is dope. I'm a sucker for live instrumentation. I don't, mm. I don't really talk much about my live instrument. I mean, you don't really hear horns and beats anymore. You know, live Well, horns. I was going to say, I was like, you mean except for every trap no, song? No, not those made. trap. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. Like, like, real... like the, you, you don't mean the I'm a boss horns? Those aren't horns. <laughs> Those are like Dracula <laughs> shrieks or something. You know? <laughs> that reminds me of um, the uh, when I hear that beat, I think of the uh, the, the Dracula musical from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think I'm the <laughs> that's a Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a great movie. Um, yeah, it is. But uh, I think I'm the only person on the planet who does not like I'm a Boss. Yeah, you hate that song. The beat, I hate it. I think it's terrible. Um, <clears throat> are you a Jalo Beats fan though? Not really. Okay, I figured. But um. Or at least of that beat. I mean, I can't keep these trap producers separate, man. Yeah, I think you like. Uh, I think my favorite trap producer right now is Mike Will. Yeah, Mike Will's dope because he Will. he'll venture outside. Like, absolutely. Um, so he makes those trap beats, but then he kind of adds like 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 way too gone. Get out of here! Wait, wait, who's way too gone? I'm trying to remember what that's. Jeezy and Future. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. Beat is retarded. Um, what else? What else was I gonna say about Price of Life? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's about it. It's all right. It's cool. All right, special. Oh, hey, it's the female song. Um, man, this is a <laughs> this is a heck of a Drake ripoff vocally. Um, it's so obvious. It's driving. You talking, talking about lyrically or the guy on the hook? No, nah, I mean the way that Lecrae is rapping. Okay. Sounds like Drake. I gotta, I gotta listen to it. I didn't hear any Drake at all. Really? You know what it is? I mean, because what, what have I been listening to like crazy? Just Kanye and because we've been uh, doing the research. So like all this stuff standing out to me. Um, This beat is serviceable. It wouldn't sound out of place in the radio, but that's not really saying a whole lot. Um, This could, you know, this, I don't know. What do you think about this song? I think it's super generic. Yeah, again, you know it. I think it's super generic. I think it's super generic. I, I think that you can, I love the idea um like like you were talking about earlier with christian hip-hop like i believe that one of the faults that christian hip-hop doesn't do is that they don't talk about relationships enough when the foundation of christianity is based on relationships Mm. so you know between god and man man and woman brother and sister like everything so you know why are we not talking why are we not talking about why are we not making like you said they're making it cool why are we not making it cool to be married why are we not making it cool to have one woman when the rest of the world says it's cool to you know have a bunch of women have a a woman for every day of the week so you know i appreciate it for that but musically it's super generic i don't really i'm not really big on it um it's funny that you bring that up because you know what song i think is a perfect example of a a good example of of a christian hip-hop artist who who talks about relationships that would be your second verse on walking contradictions Yo, you really gonna sell that? You gonna sell that record, huh? I'm telling you, man. You gonna sell that record? I'm telling you, man. We gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about that offline. Okay. Um, yo, I, I I went back and I played them both side to side. Yeah, you, you were right. You were yeah, right. I know. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but no, seriously, y'all. Whenever everybody, whenever many people finally hear "Walking Contradictions," man, that second verse, dude, yeah, that I'm, like I'm hits going, me in the heart, man. That's crazy. It's going through it. Um. Talk about no regrets. No regrets. 
This beat is cool, but man, seriously, this Drake stuff is. Uh, so really, you think it sounds like Drake on this one? Too? Not even that. It's a really specific slice of Drake. It's when Drake is doing his little Wayne thing where he overemphasizes the end of each bar. What do you mean? Like on what record? Oh my god! When you hear, see, it's funny. When you go back and listen to this, you're gonna be like, you're gonna, you're gonna go crazy. No, you know this how some, I, gotta, I gotta do. I gotta listen to this again all over again now. <laughs> um, no, nah, you know some. Um, I can't think of a really good example, but like. You know how sometimes you hear Drake and you realize, oh, he's rapping how like Wayne raps? Yeah, kind of like um, MMG does that really well too. Like Meek and Wale be like, wait a minute, did they write this for Ross and Ross didn't like it so they just kept the verse? Yeah, to me, it reminded me of that. Um, I got you. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me, right? I mean, you, I mean, we hear that we, we hear that out of a lot of artists, right? Those sort of, um, we'll call them influences. Yeah, definitely. Right. I mean, you know, I love listening to ASAP Rocky, and you'll hear people go crazy because they're like, "Wait, it's a dude from Harlem who, you know, raps like a cross between a Houston rapper and Bone Thugs." That you know, that just messes with man, people. Even the Bone Thugs. Who does he? Oh, he's talking when he raps fast. He sounds like Bone absolutely, Thugs? man. Which who crazy? The only coherent one. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you finally on, on asap we're, we're gonna turn that corner um i need to put i need to put that compilation i, I downloaded no nah, don't even just you need to just go back and listen to the first mixtape um, no nah, i'm good anyway little love asap i'm cool oh, a couple man. records anyway though. anyway let's talk about give me a second yeah yes that was my reaction too so boy wanted to produce this and i, I heard this and you know what i felt bad for lecrae when i heard this this, this is, is like the only beat he, that boy wanted to gave him. This is awkward because like the beat is nothing special. It's the cool. Beat is, the beat is, <sighs> but it's nothing that you needed to get boy wonder for. But you know he had to use it. Yeah. So, ah, it's just awkward. I felt bad for him. Yeah. But no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. I think this is another. I think this is in the same vein as Rise, where Lecrae kills this lyrically. But the beat does him no justice. Can I tell a better you, beat, this would have been retarded. Can I tell you, this hook is terrible. Yeah, I don't like that. It's hook so bad. It's kind of funny. Like it's just bad. Yeah, it's it's. Um. <sighs> yeah. Okay. People are gonna kill me, man. Um. Long time coming. Long time coming. Yo, this is ninth circa 04. Like this is a lot better. 2004 Doc would have been a stand for this beat. This is a lot better. I like the song in like a retro way. The song is dope. And I think that this is a slightly higher tempo than some of these other songs, like the last couple songs. Yeah. Um, and I think that actually helps Lecrae out. I think he sounds better over this tempo. He does. He does. For him to do, and we'll talk about it in a couple tracks, but like he kind of goes to this. It's almost like those, like the APBs or whatever. They're like his traditional APB, Cold World. Those are like him in his normal pocket. Yeah. But he sounds a lot better on records like this. Yeah. Because him and Swoop both kill this. Swoop is an artist, one of those artists that I need to put you up on. Swoop is actually super dope. I think you'll like him. Okay. I'll put you, I'll put you up on him. I'll, I'll, I'll um, send you the uh, High Society's album. So I got to say, so you you are a bigger, well, so you you sort of came around on that Fonte album, right? Yes, yes. And that's... Uh, that is, Oh, you're crazy. That's got a lot of ninth production, right? No, it's yeah. got yeah. It did a lot, of, yeah, a lot of ninth. Yeah, ninth did ninth did. I think out of the twelve tracks, I think ninth did like seven of them. I think. So, these beats don't sound like those ninth beats at all. No. 
this is kind of weird. It's it's really strange. Like he really just jumped in the time machine. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't old. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I don't know old. because it does not have that same snare he used for the first five. And that's years what I was going to say. Well, maybe he went back because remember, <laughs> there's like three or four periods of Knife Wonder's career. So there's like the one where he used the same really loud sample or the same really loud snare, and then there's like. You can tell what period the beat is based off the drum kit. So like now he makes these really like pity pat beats <laughs> where you kind of want him to bring the O2 drum kit out. Like, yo, stop being a punk. It's like slapping somebody instead of punching them. We going to do a Justice League retro someday. <sighs> do you <laughs> do you want to do that? I'm okay. I'll do. I'll do one that includes. So, how far are you trying to go? Because we'll I'll go. do Little Brother, but nah, we can do O. Like, we can do O two to like O six. So you want to do like Median and Edgar oh, Allan Flow and Righteous Way to Go is pretty crazy. Yeah, but that's it. All right, we. Um, I got Kazi. That Kazi album was retarded. Eh, that was overrated. Nah, that, that Johnson nah, beats nah. Last laugh. Get out of here. Nah, nah. Anyway. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Cesar Comanche. Oh, God! <laughs> Wooden Nickel? Wow. I forgot about Cesar Comanche. Yo, where are these guys? Where are they? Where's Joe Scudder? Joe Scudder. Um, oh, man. All right, anyway. These ni- my, it was just my point that these ninth beats just sound just out of, pl- you know, really like throwback. Yeah. But um, I think it, it long time coming, it really it helps. And even Rise, Rise, even though I kind of slandered it a little bit. Yeah. It's not it's not a bad beat, but you know, when you compare the long time coming, long time coming is dope. Long time time is cool, yeah. Yeah. Um Misconception. Misconception. You like this? The rapidity rap joint. These this is a super cool. simplistic beat. You know what? This beat kind of reminds me in a weird way, and this is really ironic considering the subject matter, of the Yonkers beat. Really? Not as dope. But like oh, that Yonkers beat is terrible. What that beat is horrible. Oh my goodness, that it's bass, corny. That bass, that bass is it's goofy. Oh, I don't like the only Tyler beat that I like is she, and that's only because it sounds like a Neptune's beat. No, nah, no, nah, she's nah. retarded. She's dope. I don't, I, I don't really like Yacht Future, but yeah, I'm not an Odd Future fan either. But, but that Yonkers beat, man. <sighs> anyway. Nah, I, I rapidly rap. You know, yeah, this is definitely yeah, it's super rapidly rap. I'm not really, um, I'm not really up on propaganda and odd Thomas. I think the thing about Braille, Braille is like the quintessential rapidly rapper for Jesus, and I think for a while that worked for him, but he kind of like went out of that box and he got real personal. He like went through some stuff. He got divorced, all this other stuff, and what resulted from that was a totally different rapper. So better or worse? Better. Okay. Much better. Okay. Um, so, and of course, working with doing a whole album with S One, like, of course, you're gonna stretch outside that rapidy rap box. Cause he was giving him like dope beats. He didn't give him like you know he didn't pull a boy wonder. He gave him like dope beats. So to then like hear him back on these real murky, muddy triple five soul raucous record lyricist <laughs> lounge beats, it's kind of like doing him a disservice. I think they all kill it lyrically, but it could have served a better beat. It could have been a better beat. I hate scratched hooks in 2012. I think. Oh, I now think, hold on. Hold on. Okay. When you do it right. Okay. But in this concept, in this, it was like, hmm, 
Can you think of a hook? Nope. Can you? Nah. But you know what we can do? We can scratch some stuff. Like that's no. No, but, man. Don't slander scratch hooks. I'm not. I'm not slandering. I know uh, now a bunch of rapidy rappers are gonna. A bunch of rapidy rappers are gonna kill me for that because they're oh we have scratch hooks. I think scratch hooks are dope in the right context. All right. But I'm just not big on it here. To me, it sounds lazy. Like they were just like, all right, let's do a scratch hook. So how is that that's, any different than what Primo did in like '95? Some of Primo's hooks are, are generic. <clears throat> that wasn't me trying to make a statement. I'm really just coming through. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So yeah, some some of his hooks are generic. I mean, mm. I'm not gonna give pre. You know how I feel about okay, '95 Primo's dope, but yeah. you know how I feel about early 2000s Primo, early to mid 2000s Primo. Um, it's not it's not good. Um, Don't you like the owners? No. Okay, you didn't. All right. No. Who was that? Like, maybe that was Flex that liked the owners. One of y'all like the owners. One of y'all. What's somebody I talk to on a regular basis about rap likes the owners? What? Now, what do you think about it? Um, misconception? Yeah. Eh. Skip. Okay. Skip. <laughs> okay. Spaz. So you said this is like, in, this is in his wheelhouse. Yeah, this is straight up Lecrae Reach Records. Hype beat. Okay, so this is just generic trap stuff, right? I mean, yeah. all right, just making sure we're on the same page. Um, I think he sounds a little like Wayne on this. Um, not his voice, elements of his flow, but um, I think this song is serviceable, but there is absolutely nothing exciting about this song. I'm sorry. Like, I've heard this song done better elsewhere, period. I got you. How do you feel about it? I, I, think, I think, again, I think it's generic. I think, right. you know, it's just something that we've heard from him a million times before. Um... You know, we're getting to the end of the, the mixtape, and I still don't know who Lecrae is. That's so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to we'll get to that a little bit later when we wrap up. But all yeah, right. it's kind of like all right, like where I still I'm still trying to figure out where you're taking me musically. All right, so so, so sacrifice. Yo, this beat is dope. This beat's kind of nice. I, I this sample is dope. I believe that. <laughs> I think that's a gospel record. I'm not I'm sure, sure it is. They're, they're gonna they're gonna slander me. Oh, you don't? Nah, I don't. Sorry. Um, but yo, that beat is that beat is tough. Um, more important, more importantly, he does not sound like anybody else in this. And he was really close to having like a moment on this song, right in the second verse. Yeah, he he he, he, he went on a second verse. He was really close, but like I just wanted where like I could be extra nerdy and extra critical and like put my A and R hat on and be like, if I was in the studio with him, I would have said, I need you to re-record that with. A little bit more like emotion umph. a little more umph. but it's dope this Do and black he, this and black rose are the best songs in the project by far okay i use sacrifice sacrifice is up there black rose is one of the dopest beats sacrifice is definitely even though inspiration is my favorite mm. oh we're gonna get to the we're gonna get okay, to the yeah. favorite best dichotomy again? yeah we're gonna i'm gonna do that oh, yeah i'm gonna man. do that but i agree with you everything wholeheartedly i All think right. Um, do you think he gets emotional on this project? No. Okay. That, but, I, but I don't necessarily think that artists have to. Okay. I think that that's interesting. I think that's a role for some people. I mean, I think, I think it depends on what kind of artist you are. Yeah. I mean, but don't you think for something like this, if you're, if you're pushing the message of, of Jesus, doesn't it kind of have to connect with you before it connects with somebody else? And you kind of want the audience to feel that? Um, As opposed to a, a Wiz Khalifa, like I don't, I don't need to hear him passionately talk about how much he loves weed. That's the difference between preaching 
and not and, and talking about it though. Sometimes it's okay. It's actually preferred to not be overly emotional about it. It's the less is more approach. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about um, like flow wise. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a there's a there's a time there's a there's a lane for everybody. Hmm. Okay. Right. I think that there's a certain time and a place where when you hear a laid back flow like Wiz, like Wiz, and certain types of beats, like do you that you that you want to hear that? Like yeah. I don't. I you know. You. I mean, so you are a Christian hip hop artist, but I don't think you want to be preached at in music twenty four hours a day, right? You need no. that change. You need a little bit of everything. No, but you know all of my favorite rappers. I feel I don't I don't necessarily believe that if if they if they say for example let's let's use the second verse of sacrifice. If Lecrae respits this verse. Yeah. And I feel what he's saying almost in the vein of um, the first time you heard Beanie Siegel's "Daddy, Where Have You Been?" Yeah, I don't absolutely. Think he was, I don't think he was preaching to me. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. And I'm saying that that's because like, so in music, it's this concept called dynamics. You don't want to over compress something so that everything sounds the same level. You want there to be highs and lows, right? And this would have been a perfect place for that emotional high. I'm just saying you don't need that on every song and you don't need that all the time. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. We're getting real nerdy here, people. We are. Yeah, we got. We using got, words we got, like we I'm using words it. like dichotomy. We're talking Dynamic, about compression yeah, dynamics. <laughs> no, All right, this is the, the rap. I'm really interested to do the the, the wrap up. Yeah, okay, so ending um, the project with rejects with uh with, with uh Christian Gray. Hey, the Jeezy beats are back. Um, you know, first of all, I'm dying that the producer of this is named the Kraken, complete with <laughs> an exclamation point. Like that's just killing me right now. I really wanted Don Cannon to come in with like a, a cheesy like ad lib about the crack. Yeah. That would have been oh, great. Just... Um, nah, this is super generic. Next. Okay. <laughs> How about you? I like the hook. I like the hook. All right. I'm, I'm a big fan of Christian Gray though. He's retarded. He's super dope. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I think this. I think. We wrapping up. I think now, now no, no, no. I think now is the good time to kind of get into wrapping up the, the project as a whole. Okay. Because this didn't need to be on the project. Rejects? No. You would have ended with sacrifice. That's the thing. I would have put sacrifice different on the album. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's weird. Like, actually, you know what? I take that back. No, 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 no. Ending with sacrifice would have been dope. Yeah. Ending with sacrifice would have been dope. You're right. Um, Ending with rejects is the um, that it reminds me of every other DJ drama Don Cannon tape where you know you start with this certain sound you got to end with it and then you got Don Cannon be a part two and I don't know it was so paint by the numbers yeah I dig I dig so I think out of these eight out of these eighteen first off <laughs> you know you know the first thing that Doc and I are gonna say is that this is too long you yeah. know what? it didn't. <sighs> It didn't feel that long. It didn't feel long. Pause. It didn't feel like. <laughs> no. It didn't. It didn't feel like. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't overkill because some of these songs are real short. You know, inspiration is just like a, a twenty-four or thirty-two. Like it's not horribly long. You know, rises two twenty-fours or whatever. Um, some of the songs did drag a little bit. 
But no, even though it was 18 tracks, it didn't feel like 18 tracks. So that I'll agree with, but still on the same token, it's probably about five of these records that I could have did without. Yeah, but you know, he, but see, here's the problem because I don't think that the songs that ended up on this project were all chosen for simply the music. They definitely were not. All right. Like the boy, won, I mean, the, actually, boy, the boy won the track specifically. I'm actually glad you picked that up. Okay. Because you're 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 three hundred percent right. All these right, all these songs were for yeah, cosigns, but also for like relations relationship purposes as well. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you know, like he's got malice on there, and malice doesn't even really sound that comfortable on the beat. And if you were doing this for music musical purposes, then you would have hopefully said, why don't we pick something different, or you know, let's maybe come back to this, let's hold off on this and rework it or whatever. But instead, it was like. I'm, this is gonna sound really cynical and you know it's almost like all right i gotta have that checklist on this project yes you know and, and every, that sounds and cynical and i'd love to be proven wrong but you know and you're right you're right every artist when you're putting something out you have a you know you're trying to accomplish certain things absolutely absolutely um, now do you believe that do you believe he accomplished his checklist well I'm curious as to what you think he was trying to accomplish here. So I believe go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I believe that for so long, I mean, Christian Bob has been around since I, I don't I don't know, a while. A long time. <laughs> it's been it's been around it's been around for a long time. And there are artists, there are Christian hip hop artists that will wrap circles around artists in the mainstream in the limelight easily. That make that that make music some make music just as good. I'll go ahead and say it. Some some artists make music just as good. So it's almost like if you are a better basketball player than Michael Jordan, but you can only get on N1 tapes, but they won't give you a tryout in the league. This is Christian Hip Hop's NBA tryout. So it's like we've got all the things in order that for you to take us serious because this isn't just this isn't random we've come with a purpose with an agenda and this is the agenda period yeah and i i got some bad news um because i think that that was the wrong approach entirely okay um i there is nothing noteworthy about this project that would make people go, oh my goodness, what else have I been missing? This project, and I think this is sort of the point of the project, is basically trying to say, Lecrae is just like, he, 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 there shouldn't be a stigma. He's just like any other name of rapper, right? Except for his content. But I mean, in terms of the quality and in terms of everything else, he's just like everybody else. Okay. Well, that's a terrible approach, right? Mm -hmm. Because... That's not how shifts in music happen. That's not how new either subgenres or new cities or new markets get their little rise to fame. You have to be better than everybody else, right? Mm. There, you know, think of every time a new like city has put and put on the map or a new subgenre of hip hop has sort of bubbled up. It wasn't because someone went out of their way to try to sound like what they thought was popular to. You know what I mean? They they forge their own way. I totally agree. If like, I listen to this, I think if if I'm 
someone who's never listened to Christian hip hop in my life and I listen to this, I think that Christian hip hop sounds just like everything else I've ever heard, except I'm going to hear some talk about Jesus. And if that's really the goal, man, I'm disappointed because I think it could be more. Can be more. Right? Like, um, you know, when St. Louis got on the map, yeah, I'm picking on St. Louis because that's where you're from. And when St. Louis got on the map, it's not because they tried to sound like New York. Country grammar didn't sound like anything that was on the radio. And that's the point. Right? Like, like, this I'm, is- like I'll even talk about someone who's starting to blow up, but like, my, you know, my new favorite rapper, Aesop Rocky, like, he doesn't sound like what's on the radio. Right? Like, the Black Hippie dudes, that crew, they don't sound necessarily like what's on the radio. Like, people who are bubbling up, they're doing their own thing. And in this era, in 2012, where you don't need all that, you don't necessarily, you know, it's like we talk about, we talk about this all the time with you have artists, new artists now who still think that you have to sign to a major and have the, all the big stuff to be taken seriously to have made it, quote unquote. I don't mm-hmm. get that. You don't need that anymore. And you said it yourself, like, you know, Lecrae and other artists like him, like they're getting on iTunes, like they're clearly selling records. They're ma- like, well, I don't, I don't understand this. You're right. Um, I think that every artist, and we'll we'll use the most recent example who changed, and we've talked about this, who changed the dynamic of of urban music, Drake. Yeah. So when Drake did "So Far Gone," Drake didn't say, "Okay, I'm going to make a quintessential Young Money record." He said, "Look what I'm doing." You guys need to catch up to me. Yeah, they had to. They had to switch lanes and get and 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 change it up. Yeah, absolutely. And that that I agree with. And and I agree. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that there are artists out there that think outside of that box. And I believe that this project. Hmm. Because now now I'm interested. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know from our listeners, okay. because you guys asked for this, this, this podcast. I want to know what you guys think the purpose of Church Clothes was, and did it serve its intended purpose? Do you think it accomplished it musically, sonically, spiritually, ministry-wise, everything? Any, anything that you, any angle that you think Lecrae and all them, uh, any lane you think they would have wanted to go, do you think that they went down that lane and went down that lane successfully? Because I, it's such a wide dynamic. It's such a wide range of things that we could say that this project tried to do. And if you and I are just going to talk about music, the project is not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Please direct now, all feedback to... but this is what i was thinking so when you put out a project like that it doesn't make you say does it make you think as as a a quote-unquote outsider yeah does it make you think okay this guy he's not bad but i i like it it's not bad but is there anything else is there anything better or does it make you say now i'm good I mean, to like, me, is this, this is this is generic enough that, like, I don't know. I I don't think the – I'll just go back to what I said, which is, you know, I don't think the approach of I want to make myself indistinguishable from everybody else, I don't think that's ever a good approach, right? Mm. Um, and I don't – you know, again, I don't know enough about uh, Lecrae and his, his label and their sound, but, you know, to know if this is truly representative of his sound. But that's another thing, like – that's another thing that's kind of weird. Like we pointed out all these beats that 
probably don't sound like um, beats that he would normally get on, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you could maybe say it's growth, but I would say that, like, when we talk about we, – we've talked about this before, where to me, if you have people who are either a producer on your project or they're a guest rapper – or a singer or whatever, like in an ideal world, you're bringing them into your space. Yes. I don't feel like, I feel like Ninth brought him into Ninth space. Boy Wonder brought him into his C grade extra hard drive <laughs> beat space. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel at all like I listen to this and like I got a feel of, oh, here's Lecrae. And he brought all these people in to play a role, but I, I know what Lecrae is. I don't know what Lecrae is. This sounds like, mm. you know, I. I agree with you. I think right. I think I think that going from this project, I still don't know who he is. And that was my point that I was talking about earlier, where like the 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 gospel, and not even just the gospel, anything that you do, any idea that you believe in that you want to push forward becomes all the more apparent when your emotions and when your conviction is wrapped in with it. When your life, when you've lived what it is that you're talking about. Now, I'm not at all saying that Lecrae doesn't live this because it's apparent that he does. However, I think there's still no Lecrae the person in that. And, you know, definitely, yes, Jesus, all right, thumbs up, fist pump. <laughs> but, like, after that, who are you? When you step out of the booth, when you take your, when you take your, your, your preacher's robe off, when you put your hat down and you sit down in your chair at home and you crack open a, 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 a soda, whatever you drink, and you, who are you? Mm. I think that for a lot of artists in this vein, they need to show that because they need to show that this gospel is realistic. I think that a lot of the reasons why people don't convert to Christianity or don't accept Christianity because they feel like they are when they feel like they can't, I think you said it earlier, like they can't get to that place. Like you are so perfect that there's nothing that I could do to reach where you are. And as a Christian, you have to tell them, look, I mess up just as much, if not more than you do, but it's okay. So was that accomplished on the record? I'm not going to say so. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that up to the, to the, the audience. Cause it's it's base by base. What convicts you doesn't convict me. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we good? I mean, you got anything else you want to say about this? Nah, I, I think I just I think I just wrapped up. I think I did my mini rant. Okay. Um, um. Yeah, you know, again, it's just a real interesting philosophy to me. Um. I'm trying to think of an example. I, I I feel like I've seen this sort of concept before where like, you know, it's maybe a region or a subgenre or whatever, some new part of hip hop. I'm trying to think of an example where the first sort of like initial like mainstream shot was something like this, where it was sort of a paint by the numbers mixtape, you know, something like that. I'm Ooh. trying to think of that example. Ooh. I feel like that's happened though. Um, so it was like, it was kind of, it was kind of eh. But, but then, like, everything that followed it afterwards, like, it... Well, no, and then it, eventually it's something totally different than you don't expect. That's a good point. I feel like, you know... Yeah, it, here's what I'll say. I don't know if this will really open up 
um, doors in the way that I think, at least from what I've read online, that it feels like fans of not just Lecrae, but Christian hip hop in general, like if, like those fans wanted to open up certain doors. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, you think so? Well, what doors would this open? I think that it, I think from the feedback that I've seen, you and I are kind of in the minority and that's on both sides. That's, that's Christian and non-Christian. I think I, I've not seen, I've heard a lot of, I don't like Christian hip hop, but Lecrae's dope. I'm not really big on Jesus rap or gospel rap, but this church closed mixtape is dope. It's crazy. It's hot. People quoting bars. So I think that I, I, I think that your assessment I can definitely see that happening where somebody says, okay, this breaks down a door. So now you know that Christian, because some people may not even know that Christian hip hop exists. They may think that it still sounds like the old stuff from the 90s where it was just like blatant bites of No Limit and rap a lot. And then. But how is this not blatant bites of what's popular now? Mm. (laughs) Right? The point is, you got to be different. You got to be different. Right. It's got to be so um, it's got to be so amazing. And this goes for anybody trying to break free. Right. Yeah. Getting like when we talk about cosigns, I'm going to give. So, you know, we've been listening to a lot of Kanye because we're doing the Kanye podcast right now. Yeah. Kanye had cosigns, but Kanye also had a sound and he had something that he worked his way through and then had breakthroughs and everything. It's not like he relied on on one. He didn't think that there was going to be this one mixtape that was going to kick down every door. It didn't work like that because he had something different that he could sell. But I think this does. I think <clears throat> I think this is more for the genre instead of the person. Mm. You know, so maybe Lecrae doesn't have the one mixtape, but maybe he has the seed, and you know, rapper X has the water, and rapper Y has the dirt, and rapper Z has the sunlight, and you know, what I'm saying like to where they all kind of end up intertwining and working together to kind of push forward the idea as opposed to just being a traditional one-man show Mm. so that could that could very well be a possibility i believe so you got it i think we said everything we wanted to say i think so Um, this is gonna be this has been a very interesting super dope episode of clock radio speakers super dope so again everybody please uh use the hashtag clock radio speakers um you can tell me how wrong I am. You can, <laughs> you can uh, direct all slander. No, um, nah, you know. Yo, direct, I, direct all, que- direct any and all questions and comments to hashtag, to like, yeah, hashtag like radio speakers. But again, as we, we, Doc and I respond to pretty much everybody. However, <laughs> if you say something crazy, or if it, if it is without merit, don't even bother. Nah, you know what? I mean, we'll probably respond anyway, but, um... If somebody calls me whack, I'm writing a diss record. <laughs> Straight up. Right? I'm, I'm rapping over the intro of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm dissing you. You don't even like that beat. What are you talking about? I wrote a verse to it. Get out of here. You told me that beat was whack when you heard it. I didn't tell you that. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You did in the way that you tell me beats are whack, which is... <laughs> oh, that's all right. Nah, I was, no. My <laughs> response was, oh, you want me to rap to that? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm rapping to to that and then you were like you're not rapping to it and i was like oh okay cool yeah cool okay these are this is coded language (laughs) now um everybody i really appreciate y'all um everybody's support um we've had really good numbers past a month or so so hopefully you know uh this is an interesting episode 
Again, dpsradio.com every Sunday, 4 to 6. Um, if you don't know anybody, if I'm sorry, no, but if you know people who aren't listeners, that's the best way to introduce them. Yeah. And um, you got anything else you want to say, man? Um, next Sunday, um, May... 20th. May 20th, next Sunday, 6 p.m. Um, 6 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you are near a computer. Uh, details... Um, will be announced later. Follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up. But I will be doing my first interview in six months since the hiatus uh, with my man Kellis from the South.com. And we're going to talk about everything. Um, my past interview or my past, you know, musically, um, why I went on the hiatus, what's coming up for music, what's been going on, all of that stuff. Because you guys have been asking for months what's going on, what happened, because I kind of dropped off, off the face of the earth musically. Um, so if you are curious about that, and if you're a fan of Clock Radio Speakers and you want to hear me in a different element, uh, go ahead and tune in. I might leak a track. I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> you have to talk to Doc offline about that. So. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, next Sunday, sing, go listen to Clock Radio Speakers on dpsradio.com from 4 to 6. As soon as that episode ends, um, you can join. It'll be a live chat, and there, will, there, I believe there will be Q&A, so you guys can ask me questions, and I'll try my best to respond to, respond to them. So, yeah. That's it. All right, man. All right. See y'all next week.